Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my friend. How are you going? We are back with another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in again today. And before we start today's episode, I just want to do a little bit of a uh, catch you up on something that's going on. I, I like to share my lessons and I haven't really been able to do so, so much on the podcast. I like to just get straight into the podcast because I value your time and I really want to give you what you're here for. So I don't waffle on in the beginning about my life and what's happening and I've got requests to do so. So I think what I might start doing is at the end of the podcast just catch you up to what's going on um, so that if you are on here and you just want to listen and go, you can. Um, But quickly, as a little heads up, I, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, especially episode one and, um, you know, the welcome to the podcast little episode, the trailer, I told you guys that I wasn't going to do a podcast because I didn't have a microphone and I didn't have time. I didn't have my pretty setup in the kitchen. I didn't have it all, you know, perfect air quotes like I wanted to. And it was really stopping me from getting audio content out into your ears, right? And my end goal is to help women everywhere. You know, we have people listening to the podcast from New York City, from, you know, in Australia, people listening in America, people listening in, you know, I don't even know if you're listening, please let me know where you're listening from because that this is just, it's amazing. And so for me not to make this podcast huge, for me not to want this podcast to grow and to reach more women would be really me sabotaging not only myself, but the message. And here's my lesson that I want to share with you. I was like, let's just get it out there. Let's just do it. It doesn't matter if it's on Apple iTunes. It doesn't matter if it looks all fancy and pretty. You know, I did my own fucking artwork. You know, the cover that says I did that myself in Canva. You know, it doesn't matter if it's not edited. That is true. I don't care if it's not edited. I want you to hear the imperfection in in real life. Um, It doesn't matter if people can't rate me and subscribe. That's where I'm fucking it up. Because it does matter if people can't rate me and subscribe, which you can do on an Apple's iTunes podcast. And here's why. And this is what I was telling myself before that I'm now correcting. And I want to share with you my own lesson. I was like, it doesn't matter because I'm just getting it out there. That's it. But Erica, I say to myself, what's your end goal here? Well, thanks for asking. My end goal is to reach as many women as possible, is to impact as many lives as I can. So if that's my end goal, why wouldn't I be on a platform like Apple Podcasts, which usually most people listen to podcasts. I think 50% of people listen to podcasts on Apple. And it's a place where people can subscribe. It's a place where people can rate So they leave you however many stars and then they leave a review. And all that does, it doesn't only stroke your ego. Who gives a fuck? I know my shit's good. I don't need you to leave me stars. It's not about that. But guess what it is about? The more you have ratings, reviews, and stars, the more your podcast gets pushed out to more people. So here, the thing you're wanting is 
you to access more people, that's the thing that's going to happen. So I was playing small, trying to go, no, I don't care about the ratings and the reviews, but really it's not about that. It's beyond that. So if you find yourself playing small anywhere in your world or being comfortable, I would highly recommend that you push yourself out of that box because sometimes when you do push yourself out of your own box and out of your own boundaries, you actually not only help yourself, but you're helping other people. So by me not keeping, you know, by me keeping my podcast really small, I don't, my impact stays really small and I don't want a really small impact. I didn't get the life I got given. I didn't get the energy that I have and the passion and obsession that I have about helping women fucking own their confidence and stand in who they are by playing small, right? So I wanted to share my, uh, sorry, I just hit my microphone. I wanted to share my legitimate, like serious, uh, lesson that actually in real time I'm experiencing right now. So I'm in the process now of trying to find out how I can move my anchor podcast onto Apple iTunes so that it's an Apple iTunes podcast still going on Spotify. Um, no longer just on anchor because for, for heaps of reasons, um, I have to do that myself and it's going to take a little bit of work, but I'm in that transition right now and I just wanted to be open about it so that you know that nothing is perfect, the behind the scenes, the shit is messy, <laughs> you know, I, I'm questioning like, shit, what am I going to do with this now? I don't, I'm not very techie, you know, <laughs> um, someone did my own website for me, I don't know how to do that shit. So that's where I'm at right now. I am in transition of trying to find how I can get this, the Confidence Chronicles podcast onto Apple iTunes so that you you can subscribe so that you can give a rating, a, ge- a genuine rating and review so that it can reach more women and it can help more people. And that's where I'm at right now. So thank you for those of you that have listened. Um, some of you, what I would love if you are listening and you are enjoying the podcast and it's helping you, I would love if you're on Instagram, if you could just do a little screenshot as to wherever you are, however you're listening and just tag me uh, at the queen of confidence. I would love that so damn much. Just a photo either of you or of the screen of you listening, wherever you're listening. I was just listening to a girlfriend of mine's podcast at Kohl's. I was shopping in the, like a grocery store here in Australia, buying some things and I was listening to it and it was like, you know, she had said in it like, Hey, screenshot where you're listening. I'm like, that's such a great idea because you get to really see who's listening, where they're listening. It's interesting. I would love to know where you're listening to the podcast and where it's helping you in your world. So thank y'all. Woo. Okay. That was a six minute handful of words. (laughs) Now I wanted to do this podcast because I know I get this question probably the most out of all my questions. Like how can I, how do I feel better? And I wanted to answer that with this episode of how to feel better. So if you're, you know, going through something in your life right now where you're having a moment where you're not feeling really good or you're angry or you're sad or you're feeling depressed or anxious and maybe you're experiencing something really tough is going on in your world and, you know, you might have listened to, I hope you listened to the How to Manage Your Mind podcast because it's almost like the prequel to this. It kind of opens up about how your mind works and how, you know, all of these things happen in your mind and when When you think thoughts, you get feelings and then feelings create actions, behaviors, then you get a result. So please listen to how to manage your mind podcast because that really explains a lot of this. But this episode, I'm going to go into a process that I use myself and then I give to my clients, all of my one-on-one coaching clients. And next year when I do my group coaching, 
Uh, I'm going to be giving this as number one homework. And this is literally a way to free yourself from negative thinking, free yourself from being trapped into old conditioned ways, free yourself from thinking fearful, anxious, overwhelming thoughts that keep you in that place of fear, anxiety, and overwhelm, and how you can feel better. And by feel better, I don't mean from fucking sad to happy. That's a really big jump. I mean from sad to maybe less sad, or from sad to hopeful, or from sad to maybe angry. Because anger, believe it or not, is a better emotion than shame, pity, and guilt. On the scale of vibrational feelings, anger is higher. I'd rather you be angry than you be in self-pity and in guilt and shame because that's the lowest of the vibrational feelings, right? Um, And it doesn't mean that you're low if you're feeling that. I've felt that as well many times, being a mother, mother guilt, all that. So it doesn't mean that you're low or high. It just means that that emotion on the scale of vibration is that's where it is. So it's better to be angry. I'd rather you be angry because in anger you have there's a bit of energy. You're like, I'm angry. Ah, I want to do something. All right, cool. What do you want to do? What do you want to create? From anger, you can move towards action. Does that make sense? So how to feel better. The reference that I'm going to give you and the book that I desire every single human being, not woman, but human being in the earth to, to read or audio listen to, audio book, download the app Audible. I listen to my books because I am busy and I can't sit down with a fucking cup of tea and a, you know, you know, a dim light and a fireplace and, li- and read a fucking book. It doesn't happen for me. And if I kid myself and act like I'm, that's how I'm going to read, I'll never read. So keep it real with yourself. If you're not someone who can read, maybe you love reading, but you don't have time, then go get Audible, download that app and listen to your books while you're driving, while you're shopping, Audible. Even if you listen for five minutes, you will get through a book a month. It's amazing. So download Audible. And the book that I want you to get is called Byron Katie. That's the author, Byron, like Byron Bay. Last name is Katie. And the book is called Loving What Is. Now, this woman is revolutionary. And I found out about her through another mentor of mine, Brooke Castillo, who has the Life Coach School podcast. She's fucking amazing as well. And Brooke Castillo talked about Byron Katie. And I went and found Byron Katie, became obsessed. Now I use her work in my coaching work. And you can use her work as well in your life. So her work is all about questioning and inquiring your mind. So here's what happens. We think 75 to 80,000 thoughts per day. The problem is the thoughts are recycled from the past or from the day before. There are no new thoughts. And all of us as human beings on this planet have this underlying negative belief that is, I'm not enough. That's the number one primary belief that we all share, every human, Oprah, me, you, everybody, right? The secondary to that is, I won't be loved. And that comes from our old fucking reptile, you know, brain, caveman days of, I'm not enough. So back in the day, if you weren't enough and you walked over to get some water by yourself and you, your tribe left you because you thought you weren't good enough, you were alone, you were going to die. So it's a survival thing. So we are no longer in these caveman tribes with fucking dinosaurs and saber-toothed tigers, but we still continue to carry this belief. And if we continue to feel this belief and not do work on this belief, we spread this belief around like a fucking disease. And we give it to our family, we give it to our children, we give it to our employees, our co-workers, our friends, our frenemies, our partners. This shit keeps spreading, right? So 
how to feel better. So what Byron Katie gets you to do in her book is there's a four question process. And I love, if you haven't already been able to tell, I love action. I love actionable shit. I never want to be motivated. I don't want to motivate anything. I don't want to motivate you. I don't want to be motivated because motivation dies. Motivation is like a hill. It goes up and then down. You watch a video, you feel like, I should go work out. And then you're like, pass me the fucking ice cream. That's motivation. Inspiration, inspired, in spirit, internal action, inspiration. When you are inspired, you are in spirit. You want to do. You can't wait to do something. You have been inspired, inner inspiration versus motivation. So the work of Byron Katie is all about a four-question process. And basically, Byron Katie is giving you freedom in this process. It is so, so fucking simple. And I'm going to explain it to you now. And here's what I want you to do from the first episode that I said how to manage your mind. In there, you had homework. If you did that homework, you can use this process. If you have not done the fucking homework, this process may not work for you. So please go back and listen to how to manage your mind and do the damn homework. So you get a thought, right? And her four questions, I'll tell you what they are. Question number one is, is it true? Question number two is, can you absolutely know for sure that it's true? Question number three is, how do you react? How do you live when you believe that thought? Question number four is, who would you be without the thought? Now, we're going to do this in real time because... The power of this book is not in listening and that's it. The power of this book is in listening, writing. Remember I said it before in the podcast, when you write, it's fucking revolutionary. Writing is the way through, y'all. Writing, 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 writing. Because here's the thing, your mind wants to intellectualize everything. And your mind is gonna trick you when you go, yeah, I did it in my head. I did it at the red light. I did it while I was at work in my head. What happens is you keep it inside your own head and the circle and circle keeps going around in your head and you think you're working on it, but you're not really working on it. All you're doing is intellectualizing all the information and then pretending you're you're tricking your own mind is tricking yourself to think, yep, we got it. Yeah, yeah, sort of done. I know this. And the worst fucking thing you can say is I know this. That's the worst sentence that you can say because knowing it means, yeah, I already got it. And if you're not doing it, practicing it every day in your life, you don't fucking know it. I don't know patience. I don't know shit about patience. I think I know patience. I have no idea how to fucking spell patience because I don't practice it every single day in my life. I still struggle with it, right? So she gets you to write down and she says, do the war on paper. And the writing down, I have to tell you, for nine months I did this in my car before I practiced this on a client, myself. And I experiment on myself all the time or my husband. And I would, I would be in my car as I am now and I would grab a fucking McDonald's receipt. Don't judge me. I was pregnant and I was having lots of McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> so I was in my car, grabbed a receipt at the red light and started writing. Number one, is it true? No. Number two, three, number four, blah, blah, blah. Fuck. And I just smack myself across the face and be like, oh my God. And then again, I'd be, I'd be writing and writing. And I had a notebook in my car. And I had a notebook at my house, like a notebook everywhere because you don't, when you get to do the work on paper, you don't intellectualize it in your mind. So you get to see your mind on paper. You are not your mind. You are not your thoughts. We talked about this already. So you get to see what your mind is doing and you look at it with your eyes and you go, oh my God, that's ridiculous. Of course that makes sense. But if you keep it in your head, it doesn't make any sense to you because you're trying to work it out within its own place where it was created. And it's like trying to solve a problem from the problem. You can't. You got to jump away from the problem and step into a solution to see the problem. That's how you fix it. So you intellectualizing this shit in your mind isn't going to get you anywhere. 
So let's use this information in real time. Let's say you have a thought. I'll tell you my story. I had a thought that my husband should be more romantic. This is a very light thought. But to be honest, it was pissing me off because I'm very romantic and my husband wasn't romantic. I I wasn't, you know, my husband's fucking every single thing else. He is amazing as hell. He's got things that I never asked for on my list and he's got them all. And I'm over here like, I wish he was more romantic and more thoughtful, right? So what happens? My husband should be more romantic. And I go, is that true? And I'm like, yeah, he should be more romantic. Yeah. So Byron Katie says, answer it as you feel. Like, wait, check in, answer it. Yes. Okay. Can you absolutely know for sure that he should be more romantic? Can you know that? The answer to that for me is no. I don't know if I... I can't know that. I would like him to be, but I don't know for sure if he should be. So no. Okay. So question two is a no. So that first thought, my husband should be more romantic, is not actually a thought. That's now a story or a lie. Because the answer is no. Is it true? No, it's not true. Okay, so you're telling yourself a lie or you're telling yourself a story? Okay, cool. Now, question three. How do you react when you believe that thought? That Hamish should be more romantic and he's not. How do I react? Well, I get pissed off at him. I get angry. I think he's a fucking asshole. He's a jerk. He doesn't think about me. He just thinks about himself. I get really pissed off at him. I want to punch him in the face. And Byron Katie would go, wow, that doesn't sound like you're very romantic. And I'd be like, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. You're right. It's not very romantic of me thinking those things about my husband. And number four, who would you be without that thought? If you fucking had amnesia and you bumped your head, Erica, and you couldn't think that Hamish should be more romantic. If you couldn't think that thought, who would you be around Hamish? And I'm like, shit, I would, I'd be romantic. I'd bring the romance. I would be loving. I would see the things that he is. I would, I wouldn't focus on what he's not. I wouldn't, I would think that he was amazing. I would say thank you for the other stuff he's been doing. Does it make sense? So obviously when the question or the thought you have is heavier, this gets heavier. But she's all about questioning every single thought that you have that doesn't bring you peace. Instead of letting yourself think the thought, believing the thought, doing no work on the thought, and then all of a sudden it becomes ingrained that that's how you think. And your thoughts become your fucking beliefs. Because a belief is just a thought you think a lot. Abraham Hicks says that, yeah? And it's like, shit, okay. So if I question my thoughts, so now you've written down your thoughts, you know what you're thinking, you've done your stock take homework. Now you're like, okay, let's start questioning these motherfuckers. So you get a pen and paper and you write down, I'm too fat. Is that true? That you're too fat? Yes. Okay. Can you absolutely know for sure that you're too fat? According to who? Can you know for sure that you're too fat? air quotes, too fat. Well, no, I guess not. Let me fucking spoil the book for you, sister. The answer to question one and two is no. There's nothing you know for sure. You can never know fucking for sure. Everything you're believing is a story or a lie. And here's the problem. When we believe stories and lies that are not true, we suffer. And Byron Katie is all about freedom. She's all about non-suffering. She's all about love what is. So my husband passed away when I was 23. I was married for five years. I was together with him for seven years. We were high school sweethearts. He passed away. And I'm going to do a podcast episode where I share stories about my life because they're crazy. They're crazy stories. I don't even, sometimes I think it's not even me, but it was. And so I used to, I had shit around this. So I was like, I need to do the work. You know, his name was Giovanni. So Gio shouldn't have died. Is that true? Yes. You know, like that's a hard thing to say no to, but she goes, 
she says this, anytime you fight with reality, what's the reality? Gio passed away. Gio is dead. That's the reality. Or Gio died. He's not dead, right? By the way, he's alive in me so much more than he ever was when he was alive. He's with me 24-7. I feel like he helped me get my husband. He's involved in everything I do. I can feel him around me everywhere. Like, like the air. It's crazy. And not him who I knew him as. A different energy of him. I don't know if that makes sense to you. I hope it does. If it doesn't, that's okay. So, me saying Gio is dead, is that true? Or me saying, you know, he shouldn't have died. What's the reality? He did. And whenever you fight with reality, you lose. That's what Byron Katie says. She goes, when you fight with the reality of life, you lose. Because guess what? He is gone. Or he is passed away. How do I know he should have? Because he did. She says, how do you know it should have happened? Because it did. Or my husband shouldn't have cheated on me. Well, what's the reality? He did. My husband shouldn't lie. What's the reality? He lies. What's the reality? My husband's not fucking romantic. That's the reality. That's okay. It's not so much that it matters that he's not romantic. It's what I'm making it mean. So he's not romantic. I'm not clean. (laughs) He cleans the whole house. I don't clean. I hate cleaning. I don't clean anything. I'm not like super disgusting, dirty bitch, but like, I don't like cleaning at all. I can be fucked to clean. I'd rather pay a cleaner. He loves to clean. It makes him feel calm. A clean place is a clean mind. I'm like, whatever. I'm not clean. I don't want to be clean, but he's like all about cleaning. So it's okay that I don't want to clean. I don't like it. It's that's not who I am. So do you get me? Like, she's like, don't fight with reality. So there are so many things that we fight that we go, it shouldn't be like that. Well, guess what, honey? It is. And when you think it shouldn't, you suffer. When I think Gio shouldn't have died, and the reality is that he died, that he's he's not he's dead, that's the reality. When I think anything opposite from that, I suffer. So she goes, why believe a lie? Why are you telling yourself stories that make you suffer, that stress you out? There should be no war. What's the reality? There's war. Children shouldn't die. What's the reality? Children die. Donald Trump shouldn't be the president of the United States. What's the reality? He is. So whenever you think that those things shouldn't happen and then they happen in the world, you live in strife with yourself and you suffer. And you're, and you're, and, and that thought process is giving you stress, like stressing you out. And it's like, why live in stress? Why not just allow and love what is and accept what is? She does not say it's okay for people to kill children. It's okay for women to be raped. It's okay for Donald Trump to be an asshole. It's okay that your husband died and, you know, that's okay. She doesn't say that. What she says is, that's the reality. That's what happened. Can you still love what is? Listen to me, y'all. It's heavy. It's not easy because we'd rather think what we are used to thinking and suffer. So when I think my husband should be more romantic and he's not, I get pissed off and I'm not really that romantic towards him. So now, of course, he's not going to be romantic to me. I'm being an asshole going, how come you're not romantic? You're such an asshole. You should do this to me. He doesn't even want to look at me then. Right? I should be more romantic. And who would I be without that thought? I would actually be who I am, which is a loving wife and be romantic. If I want the romance, I bring it. Let him bring the other stuff he brings. He brings plenty of other stuff to the table. And when I'm focused on what he's not, I don't realize all the things he is. And I really hope that you get this book because it's, there's so much more. This is just a one example that I want to give you. So how do you feel better? You question your thoughts. Don't just let these fucking thoughts come and think them because your thoughts bring feelings and you will feel these feelings. If you're thinking a negative thought, you're going to start feeling like shit. 
And then you go, what, you had a whole day where you felt like shit? That sucks. Some people are like, the last six months have been horrible. You had six months of horrible? Break free from that shit. It's stressful. Break free from the stress. Can you think of a non-stressful reason to keep thinking those thoughts? No. Well, why keep thinking them? You can choose not to think them. And I know it's hard, but you can choose not to think them. So do the work on your thoughts. Question them. You know, no one's going to love me. I'm, I'm 40 and I'm still single. No one's going to love me. Is that true? No one's going to love you. Is that true? No. Okay, so how do you live when you believe that thought? Well, I don't date. Well, I give up. Well, I don't go out. Well, I isolate myself. I emotionally eat. I blah, blah, blah. Okay, who would you be without that thought? Well, I would probably... Fuck, I would probably go out and date. I would probably eat better. I would probably live. I would probably be out in the world. I don't know. My husband should, you know, understand me and support me. Is that true? Can you know for sure that he should? Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe you, maybe he should treat you like shit so that you can realize that he's not the one for you so that you can leave him so that then you could find the one for you. I don't know. I'm just saying. Do you get me? Her work is revolutionary because it's not how we're used to thinking. We're used to fucking blaming and thinking that shit shouldn't be the way it is and that shit, shit, shit shouldn't be like this and that shit shouldn't be like that and that the world's a horrible place and blah, blah, blah. There should be no this. There should be no that. Can we just love what is? Can we just accept things for as they are? If you're married to a liar, okay, he's a liar. Just right now. He's not going to be a liar maybe forever, but right now he's a liar. What do liars do? They fucking lie, right? I'm not saying it's right or wrong and neither is she, but she's saying free yourself from the bullshit story that liars shouldn't lie. That's like, you're like insane if you think that. And I didn't realize that. I was like, fuck, I'm tripping. Her work is revolutionary, my friend. Every single woman that comes into me, like wants to work with me or coach with me, I go, here's the book. That's your homework. Whether you do the discovery three sessions with me, whether you live in America, whether you're in Australia, whether we're having a Skype fucking session, whether you come in person, whether you continue coaching with me for six months or not, that is the top homework because I know the power of that book. It has changed every single life that has read that book that I've given it to. It has changed my marriage. It has changed the way I do everything. So Byron Katie, loving what is, it is ridiculous. And it's how you start to feel better because if you believe everything you think, you're going to feel like shit. Because remember, your thoughts are coming from the past. Your thoughts are coming from fearful back experiences that you've had or that you've seen other people have. So then you project your old past shit onto the future and then you create more of the fucking same. More of the same. Right? And if you're choosing to focus on thoughts that don't feel good, you need to ask why. Why am I choosing to think about this? What is this shit? You know, my dad shouldn't have left my mom. Is that true? How the fuck can you know? He left. That's a reality. How do I know that it should have happened? Because it happened. That's how we know. Okay, cool. The thing that Byron Katie doesn't continue onward, which is so good for coaches. If you're a coach listening to this, I, as a coach myself, I love her work because where it doesn't pick up, I do. So where Byron Katie leaves you with, you know, my husband shouldn't have cheated on me. Well, he did. Okay, he did. Maybe he should have. Okay, he should have. Fucking he cheated on me. Who would I be without that thought? I wouldn't be living in stress. I wouldn't be questioning my, my self-worth, blah, 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 whatever. Then you get to the end of the belief. Done. She does something called a turnaround. We don't have time to talk about that, but the turnaround is sick. It's amazing. Once that's done, then what do you do? Do you go back home and stay with the husband who's cheating on you? 
Byron Katie doesn't fucking tell you what to do. She's just trying to give you freedom from thinking bullshit. That's what she does. And then I, as a coach, come in and go, okay, now what do we want to do? Do you want to continue to live in this relationship and feel these things? Or do you want to move forward? And that's where the action plan comes into place. So she's not trying to give you an action plan. She's not trying to say it's right or wrong. I was sexually abused when I was a kid and many times. And she talks to women in this book that have been sexually abused. And shit, man, it is that shit set my thing free. It really set it free. Because it's, and it's a hard topic, but man... We are holding on to so much past stuff, you guys. We don't even realize. And the past, holding on to the past is not, not only is it hurting you right now, but it's projecting and creating more of the same. And you have the opportunity to free yourself and to feel better. So in a recap, I want you to really figure out what are the thoughts that you're thinking that you need to inquire and address. And inquiring is just questioning. You know, a thought may pop into your head that says, I'm not good enough, or um, my husband doesn't love me, or whatever, those girls don't like me, or um, I'm never going to find a better job, or no one's going to read my blog. Okay, I'm never going to find a better job. Is that true? Can you absolutely know? And if your initial answer to number one is yes, go with it. Write it down. Yes, it's true. Number two will get you though. Can you absolutely know for sure that you will never find a job? I mean, no, that's a no. Okay, so that's a story. So you're telling yourself like all the thoughts that you're thinking basically are stories. They're just stories you're making up. And it's based off of the past experiences that you've had or the experiences you've seen on TV. Oh, I can't leave my wallet in my car. Someone will steal it. Either that happened to you or you saw it on the fucking news. My husband leaves his wallet in his car all the time. Now, that's fucking dumb. I'm not saying do that shit. But my husband doesn't have a belief that anybody's going to steal his wallet. Bloody Australians. Too laid back, y'all. If he was from America, he would not be leaving his wallet in that car. I can't even take him to the States because he will get mugged, you know. But that's my belief. I'm like, hell no, I don't leave it in the car. But it's like, what are you focusing on? Do you know what I'm saying? Question, inquire your mind. Because all of the thoughts that you're thinking, they have energy. And if you have that belief and you don't question it, you're going to create more of the same. And I know that you don't want to create more of the same. And it's just a story. And if you're going to tell a story, tell a fucking good story. So all of the, most of the thoughts that we're thinking are stories. And we don't know the outcome. There's no way you're going to know your future. So what do you do? You fill it with the gaps of what's happened to you in the past. And then you look for ways to prove yourself right because that's what the human does. And then you look for it and you go, see, see that dodgy guy. See, he was looking at my wallet. See, see my car got broken into. See this and this. And you find ways to prove yourself right until somebody steals your fucking wallet out of your car. And then you're happy that it happened even though you didn't want that to happen. So please, if you're going to tell a story, tell a good story. Figure out where in your world you are believing lies, things that are not true things that are actually in reality not true and you're choosing to believe them inquire do the work go get byron katie's book on audible i recommend listening to this book if i'm honest because it's got excerpts of her doing the work with people and the work she does in the audiobook is live and you get to really hear the emotion and the other people's voices and it's amazing if you read the book you got to read conversations um which is fine but i think the audible version of this book is so powerful 
I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. It's been the longest one yet. 30 minutes, y'all. But listen, it's important shit because if you want to feel better, it takes work. I'm sorry. It's really easy to be a victim and think negative thoughts and feel like shit about yourself and say that you want to feel better and do fuck all about it. But to actually feel better, you got to do some fucking work. And if you can't afford to buy this book, go to the library. They should have it. Go online. Google it. You can go to YouTube. She's got many videos on YouTube about doing the work. She actually calls it the work. There's an app called The Work. Byron Katie, you can question all your thoughts there. The four questions are in the app. I think it's like a dollar or something. Literally, if you want to feel better, guys, you can. And I highly recommend that you go and check this out. Thank you for listening once again. Massive love to you. And I will see you soon on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. If you would love to send me a voicemail, you can do so on Anchor or you can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.